You're tuned in to Find Your Flow, a podcast about rising from the tough stuff and taking back your life. I'm Kristen Cho, and I know what it's like to believe you have failed so badly that you're officially out of time, ideas, and support. I also know what it feels like to finally shut that shit down. I started this podcast for women like me who were ready to quit quitting on themselves because I believe that no matter what you've been through, you still get to show up and bring your dream to life. And I'm going to help you do it. I'm going to tell you to stop worrying about what everyone else is doing and find your own flow. I'm going to support you as you overcome everything that holds you back and show you how to design life rhythms that keep you growing. Mostly, I'm going to encourage you to take back your power and just be unapologetically you. My intention is to help you see beyond the things that stand between you and your vision so you can wholeheartedly heal, recover, and reclaim your life. It's a great day for a comeback. Let's get to it. What is up, everybody? How we doing? How do we like the new intro? I'm totally vibing with it. It better explains who I am and what I'm doing here. And it was about time I changed it. I was kind of feeling the one before, but it still wasn't clicking. And this one I feel like really sets up what I want for this space. So I hope you enjoy it. And if you're a podcaster, I guess um, let this be permission to go ahead and just change shit up whenever you feel you need to. Um, If we're not aligned, you know, none of this makes sense anyway. So yeah, go for it. All right. I wanted to set up the episode you're about to hear because this is an old one. This is like two months old. I recorded it and I loved it. But the problem is I got a little vulnerable at the end and then I never published it. Okay. So I talk about it being the end of 2020. This was like coming up on the new year and um, I didn't want anyone to get thrown off by that. Everything I think and say still applies, just the timing is off. But um, yeah, I I gave it a a listen today while I was getting some stuff done and it hit me like a ton of bricks. Like it was one of those moments where I felt, okay, I'm just going to re-record. How hard could it be to recap, you know, the details But when I gave it a listen, I thought, who the hell is this girl and who does she think she is? I was feeling it. I was, I was in my power. I was totally coming from a deep and true place. And I guess, um, if I've learned anything in this space, it's that a lot of times when you're coming from that place, you get a little nervous to share. And, um, the wise ones in my circle tell me whatever you're afraid to share is probably exactly what you need to be sharing. And so I'm bringing it to you a little late date and time wise, but I know it's going to land exactly where it's supposed to for the people who are meant to hear it. So, um, with that, I want to leave you, um, with just the reminder that this, this is vulnerable at the end, um, practical throughout the beginning, but wholehearted, you know, and a lot of times, you know, this is what we're going through. So I hope you enjoy it. I hope that if you're wrestling with something right now, if you're trying to make some decisions, if you're struggling to start, um, that this gives you a little bit of encouragement that you're probably right where you need to be. You just have a few things you need to sift through. All right. So grab a pen and paper. I tell you in the podcast that I won't talk too much and you'll be able to remember it. No, grab a pen and paper and take notes. Okay. Because I said a lot of things. I took notes on my own freaking podcast. So there's that. (laughs) You know, it's good when. Okay, guys, I'm going to let you get to it. Take care. 
All right, good day, friends. Thanks so much for being here. I hope that wherever you are, this finds you well. Um, we're winding down 2020. Oh my gosh, <laughs> this year, right? And um, whatever you're doing, like wherever you are, however you are processing what we've just survived and however you're preparing to go into like the phase two of it, um, whatever it is that you are doing to just make sense of what life has been, I'm just grateful that you decided to push play and allow me to like become part of that cacophony <laughs> because, oh my gosh, it's just, it's been nuts. Am I right? And uh, I hope that, you know, this space, Originally, when I, you know, started like speaking into the speaker of my phone, my whole thought was I've got to have something in all of my struggles and all of my mistakes and all of that that can serve people where they are. And so I hope that you know that every time I get on here and want to talk to you guys, all I can think is everyone out there is stressed as hell. And if they're pushing play and listening to this, I've got to give them something worth listening to. And, um, I just wanted to remind you that it is always from like the deepest place in my heart where I think like, if I'm going to talk here, like what message do I have? I skip weeks because I don't have something really genuine that I want to break down or I just don't feel like I can or (laughs) I just can't get the quietness. But um, I never just get on here because, oh, it's Tuesday and I've got to post something. Um, Someday I will have a good schedule like that. But for now, it's really a ringing of what is coming up naturally in this space, like what I'm learning, what I really need to embrace. And today it is just facing all over again, like the real reasons why I haven't done the shit I've wanted to do. Okay. Whether it was, um, start this business. I mean, I had this on the, my gosh, I had this on the burner for months. And then once I even kicked it off and officially launched, then I still was hiding behind it. I mean, posting here and there, but that doesn't count. I wasn't really doing business. And it's a scary thing to sit there and see that you could really just like sabotage your own self like that. And so all of the things that have brought me to that point, were really starting to like pop up all over again as I've made some commitments and as I've made some decisions that will help me move forward, I, I'm finding that these same little demons are coming up and it's like, no, because I know the minute I sit and listen to them, I'm going to be back on the couch, you know, and afraid and nervous and insecure the whole nine. And, um, I feel like one of the most powerful things we can do in that moment is like really speak to the shit that's holding us back when we name it and we like bring it into the light we just call it what it is, there's just a shrinking that happens. It is no longer scary. It no longer has any power over us. It can still affect us, but we are like able to overcome that stuff so much easier. And so I wanted to bring it to you today because maybe even the mere act of just listening to me just rant about these things might help you kind of think through it, give you like a me too moment. And hell, I think that could be just as powerful. So Um, I'm going to give you the seven things that I've realized, okay, in the last couple of days, and they really hit me this morning. Um, like just why I've been dragging my feet and why a lot of us, I think do. And I think like women, especially, all right, like women are very, you know, prone to this. I mean, there's, um, 
there's just, there's a lot. I'm not going to get into that now because I could go off on a huge tangent, but there's a lot of reasons why women just have this awful self-talk going on, like in the loop in their head. And I've definitely, I feel like a lot of this, like just anchors into that generic loop, but there are some personal reasons how these or personal ways these have manifested. And what I hope is that it can trigger you to think about the ways that these might be manifesting in your life, if at all, and perhaps show you ways that like, you're literally like selling yourself short, that you're holding back, that you can see what you want and you're just not going after it, that you know who you want to be and you're just deciding no, smaller, quieter, like back here is better, that you know there's something that you want to bring to the world. Hell, you know that there's something the world needs that you can make and yet you're just going to keep doing you know, your every single day instead of stepping out and taking a risk. It's a scary ass thing. And have I done like my ultimate, you know, move yet? No, but, um, it's because I'm still working through these things. I've made small, like micro movements in the right direction for once. But when you've got like decades of the self-talk going on, man, it takes a while to break that stuff down. So let this be, you know, just a kind of like, let's just hang at the table and have a drink and talk about this moment. Just if we were together, we'd be somewhere and Lots of blankets involved, lots of twinkle lights, okay, maybe some candles, and whatever's in your cup, I'm not judging. I don't care what time it is. Mine's spiked. I'm not even going to lie, and that's what we're going to do, okay? But we're going to get real about the stuff that has been holding us back, all right? And I'm going to start. So with that, I've got seven things. If you want to take notes, this will be sort of organized for once, and um, if not, it shouldn't be too hard to remember. I'm... um, I'm not going to yap for too long, (laughs) Um, but I want to tell you the very first reason I've been holding back, and this is always the first thing I trip over when I kind of get back into that mode, and that is I am always, always waiting for someone's approval, waiting for someone's approval, and it can be a someone as in anyone, but it is always um, a very specific someone in my life who's very important to me. I always want their approval. I want them to applaud. I want them to lift it up. I want them to affirm. And they don't. And they probably never will. And as much as it sucks, it's also fucking beautiful because that means I need to show up for me. I need to approve of myself. I need to cheer myself on. Okay. Do you see where I'm going with this? So whether it's a perfect stranger's approval that you need, whether it is your mom and dad's, Okay, whether it's your husband, whether it's your best friend, I don't care. Like, it does not matter. What people, what other people are going to say can't be what makes you or breaks you. It's, it's unless you're legit hurting yourself and others, like you have got to be able to stand firm on what it is that you know is, 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 is within your alignment, like what it is that you align with the most and you need to like legit step onto that path. You need to decide that that's the direction you're going. And sometimes that's the scariest step, just simply moving in spite of what everyone else is saying or not saying for that matter. It's a lonely step. It's going to be just you for a long time. And, and you're going to need your approval for yourself every single step, okay? Eventually there will be people that you will that you will connect with, that will get it, okay? And I'm doing get it in air quotes, you know, that will get you, that will know what you're talking about. But that doesn't make them any more special or important than the people who love you so much already. They, It's just those people might not be vibing with you right now, okay? 
just because your family doesn't mean you vibe. Everyone knows this. So don't take their misunderstanding, their disapproval, um, their disagreement. Don't take that as I shouldn't be doing this. You, you just use that as, as like proof. I've got to just take these first steps on my own. Okay. Because waiting forever for those people to come around is just going to lead you to nearly 40 years old where you're still sitting there wishing that you are making your dreams come true. Nobody wants to be there. It's, it's, it's so fucking lame. Okay. That's number one. Number two, waiting for better circumstances, better circumstances. I'm not saying perfect. We all know life isn't perfect. I don't think anyone out there is looking for perfect anymore, but everyone does want their version of better. Like everyone wants better than what they've got now in, in a lot of ways. Like before you can start the business, you've got to have X, Y, and Z planned out, or you've got to have, you know, these few things ironed through and you have to make sure that you've got this, you know, backed up or there's always like a prep list, right? And that is good and responsible, but what I'm talking about is better circumstances as in like when I'm happier, I'll be able to do this. Or when this relationship gets better, I'll be able to do this. Or if if I'm better, like a if if I can just change these parts of me. So waiting for a better circumstances it can be material too, like if I have this house or that car. I know there are people who really anchor into material objects because for them it's a milestone it's like a status symbol it's it's a symbol of security in that they have reached a certain level and now they can like rest into their success if that makes sense and I get it I really do but if you're waiting until you can get a certain house before you can start your dreams I don't know that just like feels kind of backwards but I know that there are people who who truly believe they can't level up until they have a certain item or a certain thing um also waiting for better circumstances as in just the way the world is going. Like I can't do this now because of, you know, the pandemic or I shouldn't start this now because it's winter, you know, things like that. So I think waiting for the better circumstances is only going to lead you to move into a new season of different circumstances that will still not be optimal. And if all we're doing is waiting for better and better, we're going to be waiting forever. So I think you've got to have like this like snow piercer mindset where it's just like, the storm is coming at you and you've just got to like zone in on the middle and get going through it in just one step at a time. Okay. So no waiting on people's approval and no waiting for better circumstances. The third thing that was holding me back and keeping me benched basically was that I was thinking I had to prime the pump before I could even show up. So like I had to first, um, you know, be, doing a lot of cool stuff um, you know, online or already have a really large newsletter base or already have some kind of clout you know, among other circles. And then when I um, put out my idea, there would just be like this uprising of people that are like, finally, she did it. No, <laughs> no one is like waiting for you. Like people, there are people who will be very pleased when you show up, but no one is sitting there watching and like waiting, um, monitoring your every move, counting how many posts you haven't put out or how many emails you haven't sent. You know, I don't think there's this group of people out there that are just paying that much attention. We all think people are paying more attention than they are. We all think that people are measuring how much, I, I mean, when you fail, they obviously are paying attention and measuring and keeping score, but in general, like 
if you put something out there that you absolutely love and you are turbo passionate about, people aren't going to say, well, if you'd have emailed me a few times first, or maybe you should have started with X, Y, or Z. I think, I think like it's absurd um, because I would never look at any other company, product, service, anything and think like they went too big the first time or something like that, or they didn't grow enough of a relationship with me. Um, I don't walk into a store and get offended because people try to sell me shit. Like I went into a store. That's what, that's what it's for. You know? So if you are, if you are a sales based, um, company, if you are a service, you know, a brand, a product like driven, you know, company, um, People are going to expect you to ask them for money in return for those things. It's no surprise. So you don't always have to be um, like warming everyone up. I know there are lots of like sales, um, like uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Sorry, guys. I heard a kid scream and then my mind immediately goes to like who's bleeding, what's on fire. Um, (laughs) Everything's fine though. Uh, There are a lot of strategies out there that tell you that you have to like court your person and date your person before you can like propose and that's the big sale. It's not that big a deal. Like just go ask your fucking people for coffee. Offer them what you want to make and then like invite them in, okay? You do not have to always prime the pump. I think a lot of times, you know, that work feels more difficult than just doing the thing. It's like saying, you know you got to go to the store and get milk, but you got to stop by the moon first. Like just go do the thing that you want to do. Don't worry about people keeping score out there. Number one, they probably aren't. And number two, if they are, they're not your people. Okay. So that's number three. Number four, I felt like I had to be an expert first. And I don't mean expert like, um, just, okay, let me just say it this way. I felt like I had to be an expert. Like I have to be more important than so-and-so and who's a what, and I have to have numbers after my name or something, or, or I have to have done a lot of work in this area. So listen, we're not going to split hairs here. Don't come after me. I'm not trying to be a rocket scientist or, um, a heart surgeon. Okay. I'm not saying that you could just decide to do these things and go do them. Just be real with me. I am saying if you have a story and it has worked for you, you can share that shit. You don't have to be an expert to just tell people your story, okay? You you don't sit there and say, like, I am now a therapist because I have survived my depression. You don't say, I am now a medical professional because I naturally healed from the flu or something. You don't do that. Like, let's be real for just this moment, just, just focus. You do not have to be an expert to share the things that have worked for you. I'm doing it right now. And it's funny because like this is the stuff that has been scary for me. In a lot of ways, the stuff that I share through the flow suite, the rhythms that I create, the the stuff that I talk about with people when they feel like they're off track, it is all based on therapy. It's all based on recovery, like cognitive behavioral therapy, dialectical behavioral therapy. It's based on grounding, meditation, um, There's lots of deep breathing involved. And when I share those things, I'm not prescribing. I'm not saying I'm the end-all be-all. But I am saying this is what has worked for me. And they don't listen because they're expecting me to be the final say. It's just a a friendly, anecdotal experience, okay? If anything, the good friend, like, goes on and says, like, who should I go to? And then the good friend responds, these people are experts. Go to them, okay? So you you do not have to have all of the answers. You do not have to have all of the credentials to share that something has worked for you or to share what you want to, to bring to the world. You don't have to 
be an expert cook to start a cooking blog and show what cooking looks like in your home, all right? You don't have to be like the like the contractor of the year to be able to start your YouTube channel and show people how you built like faux built-ins in your home office. These are simple things that people are doing anyway. Not because they're better than you, not because they're more of an expert than you, but because they have the freaking guts to just put on the camera and start talking. And you can do it too. There's no reason. All right. You do not have to be an expert. Okay. Number five, (sighs) similar, but not you. Okay. I was waiting for humanity to be ready. Like I felt like what I wanted to talk about through the flow suite was too weird. (laughs) And guys, some of the accounts that I follow and some of the subreddits that I like subscribe to, you would think, what? Like, I'm not weird compared to anything that I follow. It's just so funny. It's really funny that we would put ourselves on that big of a pedestal. Um, But for some reason, I sat there and I think it's because I've been told by so many people for so long. I've been labeled like the weird woo-woo hippie crunchy girl. I've been labeled the the weirdo in every group I've been in, okay? And um, so maybe that's a complex that like developed because of that. And so for me, I was kind of waiting like people aren't ready for what I want to bring. People aren't ready for that. And as soon as I sat back and realized just how egotistical that sounds um, and just how like just, I don't know, it just sounds really wild and pompous to think that I have an idea too big for people. It's not really what I thought, but that is legit the the vibe of that. We just got to squash that shit, okay? Everything that's coming out right now that people are creating, that people are saying, that people are doing is fantastic. And there are billions of people in this world and not everyone is going to like everything, okay? Not everyone is going to like everything. So... Not everyone likes Beyonce, which really makes me mad. Okay, I'm just going to be honest. I like totally adore her. And then whenever there are people who think she's not that big of a deal, I just think to myself, like, why am I even talking to this person? (laughs) That's a bit extreme, but you kind of can see where I'm going. Like, you would just think if you think something's cool, you think everyone would think it's cool, but they don't. So if not everyone thinks Beyonce's cool, how the hell am I going to sit there and think everyone should think I'm cool? Humanity is ready for what they're ready for. Okay. So you put it out there, you do your thing, you build your shit, you set up your site, you start your business, whatever it is. And you know that you're going to have some lovers and you're going to have some haters. And that is just what it is. That's the reality of it. I don't know why. I don't, I don't know what started it for me, but I can't tell you the times I would just sit there and I wouldn't start because I really legit want everyone to like what I'm doing or like me. And it's just not possible. But that's that's something I have to like work through. That's that's like some childhood self-abandonment like feelings that are just still buried that we're still working through. And thank God like that the work you know we have available to us exists because I don't know how generations before us did it without such an open conversation about about that whole process. But humanity is simply where it is. If we're going to go into talks about like the collective and where they're ready to go spiritually and mentally and intellectually, that's a whole nother podcast. I'm just talking about the fact that I want to call myself a rhythm coach and that I want to help women design rhythms that help them get through their day and then go do whatever it is the hell that they do. Like to think that humanity is not ready for that is pretty silly because the simple fact that I have people needing that proves otherwise. Sometimes just sitting down 
and just like stating the facts to yourself changes everything. People are ready for what you have. Not everybody, okay? But somebody. It's a it's something I have written on a post-it right in the front of my my day planner and I move it every single week. Like so every time I open the first thing I see is you are not looking for everyone. You are looking for the ones. Plain and simple. So you can't wait for there to be like this mass calling out for your stuff, um, this big loud cheering for for your thing. You just have to throw it out there and the ones who really need it are going to show up, okay? All right. That was number five. Number six. Oh, this one. Okay. I was sitting on the couch procrastinating, starting my business because I was waiting to see that it was even a need. Now, this is very similar to the humanity, waiting for humanity to be ready, um, but more of uh, insecurity as far as like, I just don't have good ideas insecurity. So the fact waiting for humanity to be ready was kind of um, proud. Like I have this great idea and they're just not ready. And it's funny because on the same, in the same breath, I could sit there and feel like who even needs this? And I wonder how many women are sitting on killer ideas right now, okay? And they're just thinking, nobody needs this. Nobody's going to use this. People are going to think it's stupid. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm getting brand, I'm brand new into human design. Like I'm a human design newbie. Um, I've kind of understood mine. Like I'm just now understanding my own birth chart. So the fact I'm trying to read human design at the same time is kind of wild. But I've learned that I'm a projector and I think... If from what I understand, that means like I wait for the invite. That's the 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 tagline as far as I remember. And if I get any of this wrong, I'll correct it in the show notes. Or maybe, I don't know, somehow. But in a way, it's like I need people to like make it okay. And like I need to know that it's like, I need to blatantly know that it's okay to start. And I feel like this is stemming from that part of me where I have to see that it's a need before I can do it. Like that would be the invitation. And um I'm realizing that I'm not always going to get that clear of a message. I'm not going to have someone, you know, run up to me panting and exhausted and like grab the edges of my coat with two fists and like, help me, you know, take care of this. Show me what to do. That's not going to happen like this. But it might be that I just listen to a lot of women in my circle or otherwise. And the common thread is I'm strained. I'm stressed. I don't know what I'm doing. And I need something to like get me back on track. Maybe that is, you know, the need, like the the verbal need that I'm looking for. Maybe that's the invitation. So if you are waiting for something, someone, some sign, anything to show you that what you want to do is needed, I would like to invite you to just shut all that desire out and just simply know that the fact you want to make it (laughs) means it's needed. The fact you want to see it come to life means it's needed. All right. So it goes along with waiting for someone's approval. This is like probably one of the like one of the the similar, you know, vibes. Your your approval, your desire should be first and foremost because only you know you, only you really know what's going on deep down in that soul of yours. How the hell are you going to sit there and wait for someone else to say go on your dream, right? I know this sounds like a cat poster. High five if you remember, if you got that reference. But just like you have to understand that waiting to see that it's a need is so counterproductive because the fact you're even thinking about it has proven that already. Okay? Just sit in that for a minute. 
That's number six. Because number seven is probably so cliche, but we all need to have the talk about it. And that is, I was waiting to just simply feel that I was worth it. I was simply waiting for this big green light go kind of sun and angels coming out of the sky. Like, now you can do it. You are worth it. And um, there's a lot of sadness behind this. And if you're a woman who is legit sitting there thinking, I I don't deserve to go through go through with this. I don't deserve to hit post. I don't deserve to like make my site live. I don't deserve to share this podcast. You know, I don't even deserve to show up and build this thing and sell that product and like offer this service and start that membership and launch that course and whatever. I don't deserve to do that because X, Y, and Z. I've messed up here. I failed there. I've let people down here. It's all bullshit. You're worth it because you want to do it, number one. You're worth it because as we as I'm looking back over the six things I just read to you, it's like the fact you're waiting for someone's approval means you're ready to go. You just need someone else to go with you. All right. The fact that you're waiting for better circumstances means you know you can do it if when, whenever. Like waiting till you prime the pump. You know you could do it if you had just had like a few more connections beforehand. You know you could do it if only you had a little bit more um, credibility. You know you could do it if humanity was was like really on board with, you know, that same vibe that you have right now. They were quote unquote ready. Like you know you could do it if someone was blatantly making it clear that this was a need. The common factor is like you know you could do it if. <laughs> and I think you just need to cut that last word and just know that you really can. That you are worth it, not for any other reason than just that. Because you're here, because you have this desire, because you've got this shit like literally like screaming from inside of you. Let me out and just like let me do my thing. It's real to sit in your own madness and watch yourself from like outside of your own body. Watch you diligently pour over an idea. Watch you create something. Watch you spend time and like share your soul only to like fold it back up in your notebook and put it away. Like, but not yet, not yet. Like the better parts of you, the highest self is just legit having hissy fit because they're just like why won't she just do it already and that worthy piece I really feel like that is the kicker I am not the best with like these pep talks because a lot of times I'm giving them to myself and I just start crying but um (laughs) yeah this this ended up you know being the final thing that really got me to think like I need to put this out for other people to listen to because it's real this is what we go through this is what we struggle with. This is what we stumble through on the path towards just showing up and being who we were designed to be. All of the stupid little things that that happen in this life become like anchored thoughts that we have to now navigate in order to like journey through this thing called life. And one at a time, we can dig them up and get them out of there. And like the craters that, that they leave in our psyche and in our thought processes, like they are still harmful, but th- we can get through them a little better. But I feel like women always hit this one. And man, this is the one we can't get rid of, it feels like. Like the I am not worthy piece for whatever reasons. Listen, I know more than anybody what it's like to fuck up beyond belief. 
I know more than anyone else what it's like to make a mistake so bad that you're just like, who am I to even show up anymore? Who am I to even like wake up and try? I know this place. There's a lot of healing to be done in that place. There's a lot of like coming back to yourself and having to like take ownership and having to like hold relationships through it. There's a lot of work, but there is also a lot of opportunity to stand back up, to literally like shake dirt and mud and everything off of you and find the direction that you need to go towards your best self and take the first step. Like I know that too. I know that lonely space where you're the only one for a little bit, where it's super fucking quiet because nobody else understands what you're going through. Nobody else like really can get there with you. They can't go into that space with you. It is, it is legit. Like you can only navigate that on your own. I know that place that you get to when you just put your hands up in the air and you actually contemplate just shutting off, going silent, just keeping it small and literally giving up. It's scary as hell. It's scary to think that like you would get to a place where you feel that you really like cannot even take the first step toward that thing. But then like that crazy part of you, she's like, no, (laughs) we're not done yet. We are not through. Okay. We might lose some people, but we are not going to lose ourselves. We're going to get back up and we're going to start again. That, that part of you, if she, he, they is still in there screaming out to you, wanting to come through. All right. That means, you know, you're worth it. It's a very small bit, but that's the first clue that you would even consider still trying, you got to latch on to that one. That's the one that's going to pull you out. There's a lot of, there's a lot of bad shit in this world. There's a lot of bad people. There's a lot of awful things. Okay. But the minute you get real about how you want to turn it around, the minute we all get real about how we want it all to end. It makes the second half, it makes act three, it makes like the final piece of the puzzle fit so much better. There's a completion to it. To just run away because you've messed up or to just run because you failed or to just run because you just don't think it's worth it anymore. It leaves things incomplete in a in a dire way. Like there is not there's not any closure, there's not any healing. There's nothing coming full circle. And we're all worthy of bringing our lives full circle. We are all worthy of coming back around to where we've started and just seeing the wholeness of it. I want to encourage you today, okay? If you're in this place where you feel you're not worthy of starting that thing, I want you to just consider how you got there. Consider what brought you to that place where you feel like it's just, it's not, there's no sense in doing it or there's no use trying. You know all the lines, you know all the things that we say. And if you have found yourself there, 
that's perfect. <laughs> this is my specialty. This is where I want to meet you. Um, these are my seven things. These might not be your seven things. These are my seven things. But I feel like this last thing is kind of everyone's thing deep down somewhere. There's some shade of this happening in every single person's struggle. Okay? So in the show notes, there's a link to the Flow Suite. And um, you'll see my very first offer there is the Rhythm Audit. And I'd love to have you do that if you are feeling like you are not worthy of taking a step forward. Because I think like one of the first issues that we have to get through is just like what's going on in our day and where's our energy going. And once you kind of clear that out, you can start to like reassess your thought patterns and notice when you fall into this mindset. There's still a lot of work to do to get to why you feel unworthy. There's still a lot of work to get to the place where you can even start working on that and reversing that, but making that space, okay? Starting to go with your flow rather than work against it totally helps. So my free rhythm audit is meant to do that for you. Um, it'll give you some details uh, as far as like ways that you can work out your day so that you can assess what's going on and um, how you can kind of harmonize. And I'm just telling you, it's a brief exercise, but it brings so much clarity. Okay. And from there, you'll get put on my newsletter and I can send you a shitload of encouragement every week. So <laughs> that's where I really enjoy tapping out my heart and soul and um, just sending you guys some love. But I say all of this to say, once again, one final time, um, you're, you're worthy of the dream that's in your heart. Not because someone says that you are or because the world says they need it or because it's just the right time. Um, you're worthy of it simply because you want to do it. And it took me a really long time to understand that. It took me even longer then to believe it. And what I really hope is to share this, to just let people know, like, you don't have to wait as long as I did. You don't have to wait as long as a lot of people have. And you can start right now, like going after those things that really bring you so much joy and that you know when you pour it out into the world, it's going to legit help everyone level up. And gosh, to think that like something that you want to create or build or design could do that for the collective. I mean, how awesome is that? So we need it. <laughs> we need it. And if you know what to do, like you need to bring it. All right. This is about the time I said I was going to get off, so I'm going to hop now, but I really appreciate you being here, and I just thank you again for giving me some time um, in one of your days during one of the most wild like times of humanity. It does not sit lightly with me that when I speak into this little speaker here, um, somehow it's put out into the world and it lands you know, in your earbuds, and it means a lot that you would um, invite this in. So I hope that you have a wonderful day wherever you are. Take care of yourself. And um, no matter what, remember, I am forever in your corner. I hope you guys have a great day. The Find Your Flow podcast is a product of the Flow Suite. 
a rhythm coaching brand created by Kristen Cho. If today's episode stirred your soul in any way, feel free to leave a rating, a review, and share this with someone you think could use it too. You could also head over to my website, theflowsuite.space, and complete my free rhythm audit, where in about the span of the average lunch break, I can help you stop working against your flow. It'll also add you to my newsletter, The Loft, which is basically my virtual happy place. It's been a gift to spend today with you guys. Take care.